Hi guys, today I'm joined by a very special guest, Andrew Ferdinando. I met Andrew about five years ago, around the same time as I was starting my Expand PR business. Andrew was also at the start of his New Zealand business journey, having just moved here a few years earlier from the UK. Andrew and his business partner, Don, both grew up on farms in the southwest of England and have worked in marketing and business ownership roles everywhere from London to Sydney to Auckland. They have a business that provides virtual marketing director services to small businesses around New Zealand and also overseas. Plus, they've just launched a new service called Insightful to upskill social media managers. Andrew is here today to share his insights with me. Hi, Andrew. Thank you very much for joining me today on Kiwis and Biz. It's great to uh, connect with you again. I know we've been in touch over the years. We actually started our businesses around the same time. We did. <laughs> Back in 2016. So um, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very honoured to be here. Oh, no, it's great. And look, you've got a, a really diverse background, but before we dive into your business background, I just wondered if you could give me a little bit of an overview as to where you come from. Obviously, you're not you're not from New Zealand originally, and um, yeah. where, you, where you're based now. Sure. So uh, I'm British, as you can probably tell from my accent, uh, originally from uh, Southwest in a place called Devon. Grew up on a, on a farm down there and um, spent 15 years in London, where I ran my own business there, which was an office-based business. I used to hire out offices and, and, uh, well, we used to call it hot desking, but um, it's it's, it's now known co-working. So we would have been one of the first co-working centres in in London, which I launched in 2006. And back then, I hired a room to a small web development company that had a Kiwi working for them called Cara. And... Uh, I married Cara. Um, <laughs> okay. and, uh, so in 2013, I uh, left London and came to, to New Zealand and came straight from London to Waiheke Island, which Beautiful. was a massive culture shock. Oh, uh, what have I and, yeah, for um, both of you? Or is Cara from there originally? No, Cara was originally from uh, Kalikati in the Bay of Plenty, uh, but her folks had moved to Waiheke. So we went to, to stay with them and and we thought we'd spend the first few months of our of our new life in New Zealand in, in Waikiki, and we've never left. We mm. loved it here, and we bought a house, and uh, mm. now we've built a house. Congratulations! And so now I, I, I live in Waikiki uh, with with Cara and the two kids, and work in town, get the get the um, ferry across every morning. Nice, lovely, and um, you you do have, I suppose, a hot desk. We don't call it that anymore, but you've got an office space, a shared office space in the centre of Auckland City, don't yeah, you? Yeah, well, that, that's what's been interesting for me because uh, we now work in a shared co-working space, um, and I obviously came from that world. I, I, I spent many years working for a company called Regis, that are the the world's biggest provider of office space, and mm. uh, I joined them straight out of university, and then. And then I and then I left them and I set up my own business. So I've had this this world of of um, of working in and running office based co working businesses. And mm-hmm. now I run a marketing company and I'm based in it. In yeah. Space. So I'm sort of looking at it through the through the uh, the other side of the the other side. Oh, yeah. you're definitely ahead of your time with um that, that working environment. And now I know it's just so popular. Like it's a it's a really cost effective way to work for a lot of businesses, isn't it? We love it because um, Dom and I, when we set the business up, 
didn't know anyone in New Zealand in a business context. Uh, I had a great network in the UK and he had a great network in Sydney and Australia, but none of us knew anyone over here. So throw us into a co-working centre and you're surrounded all everywhere by these small businesses and startups and you're part of an ecosystem. And so we've met a lot of lovely people that way and um, even got some clients from the people that we sit next to as well. So So I highly recommend it for anyone. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally hear you. And I've, I've been there and worked in them too. And I, don't, I totally agree on that. So let's just go into what is your business? Because you've been touching on it. You're working with a guy yeah. called Dom. <laughs> yeah, so Ad Hoc, that's the name Ad of your, your, your main company. Can you give yeah. me a little bit of an overview as to what Ad Hoc offers and does? Sure. So we're, we're a marketing advisory business, really. It's just the two of us. It's a small business. And we offer a service that we call the virtual marketing director service. So what we established when Dom and I started working together, which was about four, four and a half years ago, was that across New Zealand, the vast majority of businesses are small to medium size. And most of them don't really have much of a marketing function, was what we discovered. And that was a a bit of a um, a learning for us coming from London and Sydney, respectively. Mm. So the idea behind the virtual marketing director service is that we can work with small to medium sized businesses for a few hours a month. And we offer them two things. We offer them strategic advice so that they've got a plan and we offer them technical coaching. Um, Meaning normally when we work with a small business, there'll be a business owner and there will also be a uh, marketing manager who who often doesn't have a marketing background, Mm. but someone um, who has been given marketing, they might be a designer or a administrator or a salesperson uh, and we coach them on how to execute the plan mm. we find that normally you have a couple of people in the room and the boss just wants to know what's the plan what's the plan yeah and the other person is sitting there going well this plan's lovely but how on earth do i execute it so yeah. we we coach them on how to copyright how to produce video how to use facebook ads how to set up google mm-hmm. adwords how to about seo and their website and all the other questions that pop up when you're the person that has to execute because because there's quite a lot of overwhelm um when you think about running a business in this the marketing side of things i know you know my clients through the public relations side of things get confused there's just so much to do there's there's social media there's seo there's google adwords you know they don't know where to start so it sounds like you really help them at that at that outset that's right, because you're de- you're, we're typically dealing with very bright individuals who, who who know all these words, but they're not from marketing. They haven't done marketing, they haven't trained in marketing, and they've been given marketing. And so they're trying to navigate their way around, a lot of the time, around the world of digital marketing and SEO, AdWords, Facebook, Instagram, all these different things are specialist areas. And in a, in a marketing agency, you would find people that specialize in each one of those areas. And as a small business owner, you don't have um, that luxury. No. So you've got to go and figure it out yourself. Yeah. Um, and so, so we thought, well, our service can offer the business owner that strategy and then the person that's doing it, we can actually get in the tools with them and, and hold their hand. And mm. we often find ourselves sharing screens and literally saying, if you want to set up a Facebook ad, then click here this bit do this do that walking walking them through it step by step mm. so i know that you've had like workshops and you've you're you're also really hands-on but you're also i suppose offering is it webinars and other ways to teach them online so you don't have to be face to face with all these clients all the time because i can imagine that would be quite busy if you are you know traveling around new zealand meeting them yeah so most of our clients are, are in new zealand we have some overseas we have a few clients in australia and 
Uh, all, all the work that we do through our virtual marketing director is is one to one, but a lot of it will be done by video chat. Um, whether whether they're in Australia or whether they're in Hamilton, it's just so much easier now. So yeah, everything can be done that way. Fantastic. Uh, and how did you go COVID. through the COVID lockdowns then? I suppose you were set up already to be able to work in a virtual business model. So how did you find that, that period of time for you? Well, it was, it was an interesting period. I think, um, uh, well, we didn't, we didn't miss a beat in terms of being able to deliver our service because we could do that online. Uh, personally, I found it challenging because I was working from home and so is my wife and we've got the kids. That's a different matter. But in terms of our, our clients, um, on that first day of lockdown, we thought, uh-oh, here we go. We had a few phone calls from clients saying, look, guys, going to put your services on hold. Um, and then the phone calls started to come in, and they were of a more positive nature of companies going, you know what, now I've got time to focus on my marketing. Yeah. Can you help me go online? Can you help me rethink my products so that, so that we can sort of be a bit more digital focused? So we actually came out of the first lockdown with more clients than, than we went in. Great, um, yeah. But I think that the general challenge for most businesses right now is just that when you have uncertainty, people won't invest. And that's what we're seeing is that mm. people are reluctant to invest in recruitment and marketing and new products. And you can't blame them, really, because we don't know if we're going to be in lockdown again next week. Exactly. But look, we're a small, nimble business. There's only the two of us. So, it's, yeah. so we've, we've, we've come out of it. Great. So, yeah, on that note, you are small and nimble and you have, um, I guess, evolved and created something new called Insightful. When did yeah. you create Insightful and what, what's that all about? So Insightful is a, is a business that has been born out of ad hoc. So over the years of, of running ad hoc, we've worked with a lot of different businesses and we often find ourselves working with marketers. Um, and the people that do the marketing for anything from small businesses to corporates to marketing agencies, we've ended up doing a lot of coaching with them. One of the things that they said to us over and over and over again, these guys, Parrot Fashion, was that the biggest challenge they have is trying to stay on top of social media platforms because Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all these other platforms evolve quickly. Mm. And as a marketing professional, you're tasked with running the Instagram account, running the Facebook ads, etc. It's very difficult to stay on top of. So we launched a business called Insightful, which aims to uh, to, to solve that problem. Um, and what Insightful does is essentially it's an insights business. It's a social media insights business. We hired uh, um, Louise, who works with us now, and her role is to research the world of social media. It's a big job. <laughs> she must be uh, working around the clock. <laughs> She's busy, and yeah. she, off, she we do a, we put together a a webinar uh, which we deliver once every two weeks, and Louise typically finds around fifty to sixty different insights in terms of things that have changed in the last two weeks wow, that's a lot um, and what we do is we curate that down into about 14 or 15 that we think are the most important so we cover what's happening on the platforms or the technical stuff we cover um this is what the research is telling us um of all the latest any research studies that have been done we look at brand examples so here are a couple of companies that have done some 
pretty cool stuff mm. on social media. And we also look at tools. So we have what, what we call the tool of the month, which is if you're a social, if you're a marketing professional working in social media, here's some tools, here's some apps that might help make your life a lot easier. And we put together this webinar. It has 14 or 15 insights, and we deliver it over the course of about 40 minutes. Right. And people pay us a subscription. Marketing professionals pay a subscription to to receive those webinars because, in essence, what it does is in mm. 40 minutes every two weeks, it allows them to stay on top of things. Yeah, and I read a statistic on your website that said um, over 50% of marketers that you've spoken to spend around seven hours or more a month trying to stay on top of the changes in the social media world. And so you've cut that down basically from seven hours and giving them a yeah. 30 to 40 minute uh, information session and then they go away and that, that, that saves them time, doesn't it? That's exactly it. It saves them time and because and, we're scratching our own itch in many respects because we were struggling to stay on top of it all. And we kept on hearing it from everyone else. And so we sat down and we were, we reckoned we were up above seven hours a month. So we did a LinkedIn poll to our network and said, how long is everyone who's works in marketing spending on this stuff? And mm. we got these numbers back that people were spending an age just to just, and they were all saying they were struggling to stay on top of it. Mm. So we thought, well, maybe we can condense that down. And, and it does, it does save time. But if you're a marketing agency, it also gives you things to go and talk to your client about. Yeah. Yeah. So going, hey, did you did you realize there's a there's a new feature on Instagram that we should be aware of? Keeps you relevant. And from the other side of things, we 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 had a brand, we had the head of marketing from a major brand, and she said, what I like about this service is it gives me enough fodder to keep my agencies honest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she said, I don't need to know all this stuff, but I want to know enough of it so mm-hmm. that when I sit down with my agencies, mm-hmm. I can say, what are you doing about TikTok? What are you doing about? Okay. Yeah. Instagram reels. Are you aware of the new iOS update that's going to affect Facebook advertising? Yeah. You know, just have enough information just to make sure that she can stay on top of that's the great. agency. That's great. Quite an interesting insight for us. Absolutely. Uh, so, how are you guys getting this out there to different uh, customers? Well, ad hoc. There's sort of two different strategies for the, the two different businesses. Um, ad hoc. We have over the years run workshops public workshops. So we've traveled all around New Zealand and we advertise primarily on Facebook and Instagram to say that we're coming to this area. Um, we're running a social media workshop and we'll normally get anywhere between sort of 15 and 40 people. And mm. I think we've done about 60 of those now mm. um, all across the country over a long period of time. And yeah. what we find is that on the back of those workshops, people pay uh, to, to buy a ticket and on the back of that we'll get a handful of clients that want to talk to us about our virtual marketing direct service and so we've managed to just have this continuous role of clients coming in mm. most of them will stay with us for about a year typically mm-hmm. some longer and yeah. at the end of that some will that would be naturally we've sort of gotten to a place where they can manage by themselves and then we'll, we'll have mm-hmm. new ones coming in via the workshops Wonderful. so ad hoc has been good and, we, and we've also done a lot of content marketing so Four years ago, when we launched the business, we established that we knew no one and we had zero network. Uh, so we started making videos about marketing um, and free video tutorials, essentially. And then we have done one of those every week for the last four years. Mm. And we've got a big library of content, which is free to access on our website, mm. or across both our websites, okay. actually. Um, and, uh, and as a result of that, we get a lot of word of mouth referrals yeah. because we've, got, we've built up a big audience and um, 
people watch our videos and then they tell other people. Absolutely. Oh no, you guys have done a great job in, in building a business from scratch in a country that you were reasonably new to at the time. Um, so on that note, Andrew, if you, I guess, could look back at something that you could have done differently when you first started your business to where you've got to today, what lessons have there been along the way and, and how can you translate that into advice for other business owners? Well, I mean, I think our biggest challenge was not understanding the environment, I think. And so this advice would probably be quite relevant to anyone who's arriving in New Zealand who who, who doesn't, have a, doesn't have a network. I, I, I felt I really understood the London market. Dom came from Sydney and really understood the Sydney market. And I think looking back on it, we didn't understand the New Zealand market. It, the audience is much smaller, obviously. Um, the marketing budgets are, are way smaller. And a couple of people had said to me, there is a, um, a culture in New Zealand where, where companies like to do things themselves where possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'd taken that on, on mm-hmm. board. Um, and it was when we, I think when that finally sunk in, that we were able to produce the right offering to market. I think for a long time we, we were, because we didn't always have the virtual marketing director service. At one point we were we started off as a marketing agency. We we, yeah. we then morphed into a training company and we did okay. But I think it was when we we sort of took those two things and, and created this sort of hybrid version called a virtual marketing director service where mm. we said, well, let's just not try to battle the fact that people like to do things in-house. Let's try to complement them yeah. and say, well, if you want to do things in-house, maybe we can support you doing that. And then all of a sudden, I think, we, we we produced a product that really worked. Absolutely. It takes time to find your niche, I suppose. Yeah. And, and the other piece of advice I would I would give, which I think has worked for, for us really well, is we've given away our IP via our, via our videos, and we've done that every week for, for four years. And um, as a result of that, because no one knew who we were, people can watch our videos and, and, and mm. make it and, and mm. determine whether they, whether they like us or not. And whether they think we we know our stuff, and hopefully there'll be enough people that, that do like like yeah. us. Something. But what most companies do is they they dip their toe into it, and then they pull out. They'll do a little bit of it, and right. then they pull out. If you if you look at the success you're having with this podcast, because you've continuously done it. Yes. If you'd done two shows and stopped, then it wouldn't have really brought you any, any mm. the fruits of your labour would have been lost. So mm. I think when when we come to social media and content production, it really is the long game. Um, mm. and just investing for the future and what about choosing the right business partner because <laughs> you've obviously picked someone dom and i know dom he's a great guy who who yeah. you click with and you you, you guys complement each other with uh, different yeah. traits yeah i i think we've both um we've both run our own businesses previously so we've both had experience of, of working with different business partners and, and i i think when i met dom well, the first the first thing that was obvious we were introduced by a mutual friend was that we had very similar backgrounds. We both grew up on farms in the, in the southwest of England, and um, we we could you know when Dom talks about his childhood, it was very similar to mine. And we were both working in marketing, but from different perspectives. Dom had worked for advertising agencies for years, and his background was very much working with big brands like Virgin and Volvo. Unilever and Procter and Gamble and all these giants, yeah. mm. and I had worked running my own business with a very small budget, bootstrapping the whole thing and learning to do it all myself. Mm. So we both, in our own areas, understood marketing, but from very different lenses. Yeah, um, and so we complemented each other very well in that respect. I think we also shared the same values um, 
you know, we're very big about making sure we, we have attention to detail and we turn up on time oh, and yes. we, we, our grammar and our spelling is correct and little small detailed things around how you go about operating that are, is really, really important. Mm. Um, and it also helps that we get on really well. Mm. Yeah, you do. You're so a good team. <laughs> good banter. You've got to want to go to work with someone, yeah. haven't you? Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Well, look, I'm sure that our listeners would love to get to know you guys a little bit more off this podcast and on your website and check out some of those videos and maybe even enroll in some of your courses or enroll in Insightful. So how can they find out more about you? Well, if you're a small business owner, then the business that will be most interesting to you is Ad Hoc. So if you go to adhoc.help, which is H-E-L-P, help. Yeah. that's our website. Yes. If you're a marketing professional, then the, then the service we offer that would be interesting is Insightful. That is getinsightful.co. Well, I'll put those um, URLs on the social pages so everyone can find you through there after the interview is out too. So Lovely. thank you so much. It's great to talk to you again, Andrew, and I wish you guys all the best for the next stages of your business. Thank you for having us. Yeah.